0: You're about to listen to a Bennington Made episode. This was a project we did back when the Southwestern Vermont Chamber of Commerce was the Bennington Chamber of Commerce. We partnered with Mike Cutler and the team at Cat TV or Catamount Access Television locally in Bennington to produce these shows. We hope you enjoy them. Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Bennington Made. I'm your host Matt Harrington with the Bennington Area Chamber of Commerce and with me as always is CAT TV. Uh, Thank you for joining us for another episode. This uh, series is about how Benningtonians are putting their hands and their minds to good use in making quality Bennington products. We're here in NSK, which makes steering columns and components and we're gonna go meet with Ethel and talk a little bit about just exactly what they're making right here in Bennington, Vermont. So Mike, thank you uh, for having us here at NSK. Nice to see you, Mike. Talk to us a little bit about what NSK does and and why here in Bennington, Vermont.
1: So NSK have been here in Bennington, uh, Vermont since 1989. Um, They were the first steering plant of the NSK Corporation from Japan set up outside of Japan which is quite an achievement, It'd still be here almost 30 years later, is fantastic. Yeah. It shows, uh, it's testament to the way that the plant's been able to change, as, as uh, trends and technologies have changed, and we want to see that continue. Well, everyone who works here understands that the, um, the, the steering column that we manufacture, or the parts of the steering column, are invisible to the driver, but they're the part that connects your hands on the steering wheel to the road wheels and they've got a vital function. You know, they must, <laughs> must operate all the time, must never jam, they've got to absorb energy in a collision. They perform many functions, and that means that the job we do is, is deemed safety critical, and we've got to get it right every time. So without a professional and passionate approach to quality, we couldn't survive in the business world. So we've had to develop that, sustain it, and we want to make that grow in the future.
2: This is our safety dojo. Uh, we have the fire and MSDS labels and that section. Uh, We have all of our ladder safety and PPE, which is our personal protective equipment, uh, including all the gloves, anything to cover your face, the glasses, and the hard hats and everything, and certain uh, what cutting devices are, are safe and which are not. Some are not so much, and we do have a lot of metal shavings that can be very sharp. Yep. So it's very important. And uh, the visibility of course for any visitors and contractors, we make them wear the vest so that you know you're, you're very visible on the shop floor.
0: Talk to us uh, about the overall reason for safety. Uh, I know it's pretty big uh, both here and in manufacturing as a whole. So, but obviously a whole Kind of dedicated to going over safety is maybe a little foreign to people watching this. So talk to us over overall why safety is such a big deal.
2: Well, I mean, definitely out on the shop floor, we got a lot of machines going around, that the fork trucks and everything like that. And you know, you're in your job and you're you're doing your thing, and sometimes you might not think, you know, oh, this, you know, this could cut me. This Mm -hmm. could, you know. So if we have all of our protective equipment on then that's one extra layer to keep you safe and keep you doing your job and doing it right and getting good parts made.
0: So we're here with Ethel. Thank you for uh, providing us our tour uh, of NSK here in Bennington. Uh, Talk to us a little bit about where we're heading into.
3: We're heading into the manufacturing area uh, where uh, we make components, we make columns, we make uh, parts for other customers, not just our finished uh, column. So um, we're going to start off here in the uh, pre-processing area, which is a uh, it is a plastic coater, it, It's multiple lathes. This is Tyler. Hey
0: how Tyler, doing? how are you? Good, so. So uh, show us what uh, how your section of the plant really uh, runs smoothly and how you make what you make.
1: I'll show you the- Here. Show you this, one. this is the process here. Start out with a piece of raw material.
0: Go through the press. And then I goes through another set of press and Put the line on And after that, it goes through our lathe. It's the couple mm-hmm. And then it goes through the coat here. Put some curation on it. Blast it. Cleans it. And it. Okay, this is my final product right here yeah. that I've run over here. How, uh, how long does this process all take? From start to end, not long, probably 15 minutes. OK. And how many of these do you produce a day? I produce any, uh, about 14. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
3: No, this actually is our newest, it's, it's been here for a bit, but it's one of our newest, uh, it's the Takama. And this is basically a one-man operation from beginning to end. And the process is down here on the, um, I can show you what it does. But there's multiple lays. This is somebody that's developed in the organization that we uh, basically can spend time, six to nine months training. um, Down at the other end where plastic coated were and sledging, those take about six to nine months for the full training process. This is a
0: very important job.
3: It is, because it's the, the parts that go into our final assemblies as well as to the uh, shafts. Yeah. <clears throat> so the swedgers are German technology. I know we're a Japanese company. Yeah.
0: Well, you borrowing. <laughs>
3: right. Uh, but basically, the swedger takes the raw material and does basically the same thing as the lathes do, but it's a heated process. Um, And then you can see that it's passing the part, doing the next step. Um, It's a different type of automation. This material feeds the rest of our plant as well as Dyersburg, Tennessee. We have a lot of women that do the machinery processing versus the assembly. And these are technical jobs that they've learned. A lot of the learning takes place right in here. It's more of what they have or what they bring to the table if they can do the job because you have to be able to troubleshoot. You have to be able to keep a pace and hit a cycle time. Yeah. And if you don't have that drive in you or that, I, passion's probably a little strong, but yeah. um, but they care. So they want to learn and they want to produce the best parts that they can. This is a, uh, this is a lathe. Um, basically the lathe shaves the material and um, Produces the parts that go into our other products. This is one of our auto cells, and this is uh, a robot uh, doing a process that we actually did manually for many, many years, and many years of you know people having shoulder or uh, you know elbow injury because it is about the fit and the feel and the slide of the the parts. Um, so you still need a body, a person that knows their job, knows their process, knows their machine, uh, to be able to produce the quality parts. Um, so a lot of people ask, you know, will robots take over. They can only do so much. Because a lot of the, the components within these steering systems are fit and feel. When you drive your car you don't want to feel a, you know you don't want to feel a click. And so a person is really the, you know, and that, that's, hard. that's one thing that's very hard to teach people, especially the, the the newer generations coming in because these people have been doing it so long, it's just oh, as comfortable. Exactly. Right, right. You know, it's very uh, in depth of the, the, the process, the threading. We have pressing, this is what a veil does, it forms the a metal and presses it down. And then we have stuff, you know, that does the rest of the work. I just yeah. wanted to get a yep. little picture of that. Um. So this is more of a, it's a hollow shaft. I mean, there's so many different sizes and variations.
0: Well, there is some craftsmanship and some beauty to it, there absolutely. Is. This,
3: this is rather shiny. So this goes through a grinding process, which the grinders are, you know, it's a pretty beastly machine. Um, we have two people that run the grinding process but these are the, the outer column. Again, you have again the pressing of the metal here. You have the lathes creating the uh, the holes and the and you know from right inside uh, creating that press as yeah. well. So yep. there's a lot, and I, just, I think what happens in here in this town is people don't realize how technical we really are. Yep. That we produce this. This area is our shaft, EPS i-shaft area, this is the intermediate shaft that goes into the Toyota Highlander, this is the CMF1 Rogue and then the Honda Pilot. This is a little bit more of a, that technical area, it's a cross between assembly and, um, uh, and then components because the, they actually bring the steering column to how you steer your car. This is the ERR number one, which means electric reach and rake, which means it is a motorized column that goes into our Nissan products. So uh, as you can see, everybody wears a hat here. Everybody's in uniform. The people that don't have a uniform are the temporaries uh, that we use between the two temp agencies in town, and we would not have survived without them. Um, so they're a very important part of our team but we uh, basically it starts being built at this end, goes through the process and they pass parts apart. Part. They also have quality inspection as they're passing those parts as well as working safely. So there a lot of uh, a lot it takes to be a technician here because you have to have the energy to be doing repetitive motion. You have to be able to memorize and know what you're doing and understand why it's part of the process because this is inside the car that people don't see and it's safety critical. This is where they simulate the sound of the column, the motorized, as well as doing a final quality check. It's a simulation as if it's in the vehicle. And then there's a final inspection at the end. Um, that's checking the motors for clicking because this is one of those cars you're going to get in the car and it's going to adjust for you. Yeah. This is a, another column, a smaller manual column assembly. It's the RDX. It goes in a Honda. The manual reach and rake versus the electric. We have an end of line inspector as you can see with the quality yep. on his back. Yep. He's double checking to make sure all of the product that goes into the Shipment containers is uh, proper and, and quality made.
0: So this is being shipped all around the world eventually, right?
3: So a lot of incoming parts from uh, you know from China, Taiwan, uh, Japan, um, from uh, American made as well. And then um, we, so that's incoming, outcoming, we obviously have our finished goods and then you know uh, the product, that, the parts that go out to Dyersburg and <coughs> the component pieces. I believe that this is, an in, this is a very important part of the business because this is how the material flows and I think we've become very, very efficient in our material handling the, um, because of the getting it to the lines and keeping the lines running and um, getting it out of there and getting it shipped so that's that's a big part of our success Oh yeah. and um, so we like I said we use tuggers and then we use the fork trucks to move the finished goods.
0: We're here in front of the the workers board and obviously made up of a lot of greatly skilled and, and, um, and competent uh, Benningtonians putting the, the steering columns and components together Talk to us a little bit about just the impact that NSK has, the workers here right in the Bennington community. So,
3: we, we produce uh, output, 400,000 a day. Uh, so, that impact hits employees' paychecks, and then that basically gets in, fed into the community through grocery shopping, uh, other businesses, um, you know, appliances. And so, what we want to do is make sure that we're in Bennington. Yeah. And our success is, depends on the people that we employ. And what we want to do is, is bring people in, train them, sustain them, and build a solid workforce that stays here that continues to help this community grow. Right, and
0: build that ecosystem and build the, the economics of it. And I think, you know, Bennington recognizes that also. Uh, whether it be nsk or, or the schools or the hospital or anything yeah, like absolutely. that that really does take a full community and and obviously we appreciate nsk being here how many employees do you have working on site at so this? our
3: direct labor right now is at 262 yeah. that's sure. just the people that make the parts the rest of the uh, i think we're at 370 or 368 Um, And the rest of that is staff and, uh, you know, material handlers and our maintenance group, you know, every person in this building, we're a lean environment, every person in this building contributes one way or another to make the product get out of the building and, um, you know, like I said, sustain the business here in Bennington.
0: Well, Apple, thank you so much. It
1: was a pure coincidence that this plant ended up in Vermont, as as I've mentioned. However, it's been the talent and the the craftsman and passion of the people from Vermont that's meant this plant has survived through almost 30 years. I want to see this plant go into its 30th anniversary and beyond with a new generation of Vermont-based workers.
0: Thank you for joining us for another episode of Bennington Made right here in NSK uh, with uh, steering columns and components. We wanna thank the staff here for letting us take a sneak peek in just how they make the products that come right out of NSK right here in Bennington, Vermont. Uh, Continue to watch our episodes and uh, thank you for tuning in today.